It's been a big year for smartphones, but one phone stands out above all. In this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we'll talk about the iPhone 12 and how it stacks up against the best Android phones of the year. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello. Mike wrote a big story that posted earlier this week comparing the iPhone 12 to the top Android phones that were released this year. It apparently has gotten a lot of traction with, with uh, people. It's, it's a, surprisingly very little hate mail, which is what I, I is usually right? get, get slammed for this stuff. Yeah, I didn't get Yeah, money. that's shocking. Uh, I, was, uh, yeah. I was expecting a torrent to, like I normally get, but, you know, it was, it was fine. That in mind, I was going to say that the iPhone 12 came out on top in that story that Mike wrote. And people are probably going, of course, it's Macworld. You're going to pick the iPhone 12. Yeah. People should know that Mike, while he devotes a lot of his time to Macworld, he also devotes a lot of time to our sister site, PC World, because he does a lot of Android coverage for them. So he sees a lot of phones and he spends a lot of time. Too much time. Too much time with you know, different phones. And so if anyone has a eye for these phones and the differences between them, Mike does. And I think if people who are regular listeners to this podcast are familiar with Mike and know he's pretty fair when it comes to, you know, judging these products, maybe even, maybe be a little harder than uh, your typical customer. I mean, to, to be fair, the reason why it's on Macworld is because the iPhone won. If it didn't, right. like last year, it would have gotten on PC. Like, I yeah. don't start this story and, and email Roman and say, hey, I got a story for you next week. I, I test them. I, I come up with my decision, and then I decide where, where or the editors decide where it's going to go. So yeah. that's why it's on yeah. Macworld. It's not, you know, I got to write this for Macworld, so the iPhone has to win. It's right. just that it, it did. Exactly. As is true every year when we do these comparisons, you compare things you can compare like camera quality, battery life, speed, stuff like that. Things that you can't compare that people may care about, like does it run Android or iOS? Right, you know, right. if you just have a preference, that's made the decision for you. Right. Yeah. If yeah. if you're the if you're or if you're into an ecosystem, if you're like, well, yeah, I use a Mac and I use this and I use that, you know, those have certain benefits. That stuff wasn't judged. This wasn't like a, well, if you have a Mac, get this. If you have Windows, get that. It's, it's, it's not that kind of a thing. It's, it's comparing the things that are comparable. And people did, did tweet me and say, hey, um, I, I'm never going to switch. And hey, that's cool. That's fine. You know, <laughs> Android, Android's fine. Android's great in, in, a, in a lot of areas. This was specifically about this phone and the three that I chose for it to go against, which is uh, the Samsung Note 20 Ultra. Uh, which was uh, the most recent Samsung flagship that came out, probably the last of its line. There's a lot of rumors that say that they're going to retire the Note next year and bring that S Pen thing to more of its Galaxy phones, which I'm totally on board with. They're, it's very The two phones at this point, they, they overlap a lot, and there's no reason to have an S20 and a Note 20 anymore. It just doesn't it doesn't. Yeah, it used to be the Note was like a other phones weren't huge. And right. the note was huge, and that was the thing. Now every phone is enormous, yeah. right? <laughs> and they all now have it's just a pen. And they all do productivity stuff, and they all have you know tons of RAM and, and speedy chips. And yeah. 
you know, the, the note isn't what it, right, as Jason says, it's not what it was like five years ago. I also chose the OnePlus 8 Pro, which was the best of OnePlus's phones this year. Uh, well, OnePlus, you know, a lot of people at Macro probably don't know that company. It's, it's still not really a household name, but they make the, some of the best Android phones and they're usually at very competitive prices. The, the 8 Pro was, was expensive this year, it was, it was 900. That's because of, you know, a lot of it has to do with Qualcomm uh, with the 865 processor and also has to do with 5G because those things together added quite a bit of price to those phones. If you compare it to like the $1,300 Galaxy S or the, or the, or the uh, I said $1,400 Galaxy S or the $1,300 Note 20, it's still very competitively priced and it's, it's a fantastic phone with a great screen and all the things that you want out of an Android phone. And the other yeah. one I picked was the Google Pixel 5, which doesn't have the top of the line processor this year. Google did a bit of a switch and did um, mid-range processor, which was the 765G. But it still brings all those things that you want in a Pixel, which is obviously Android 11, super optimization, very good battery life, great screen, uh, a really nice design this year. All those kind of like OS app goodies that Apple offers that now Google is starting to do with the Pixel as well. So that's why I picked those three. I know there are a lot of overseas phones that I, for lack of a better word, ignore because they just don't, they don't release here. The Xiaomi's, the, 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 the Huawei phones, the, op, the, the Oppo phones, they don't make it to the States and we're a, we're a primarily US-based publication. You know, you can yell and scream about those phones, a lot of which have better cameras than the iPhone, uh, a couple of things here that could stack up. It's just not something that I study and, and test because I just don't have that kind of time. What struck me about the, the article going through it was not that the iPhone just like wins everywhere. It's that the iPhone is, I mean, if it's not number one, it's a close number two somewhere, but yeah. nobody, it's not that nobody beats the iPhone in an area. It's that nobody nails all the areas the way the iPhone does. Being second place in a lot of areas is better than being first place in one and then fourth place in a bunch of areas, right? right. It's yeah. that was one thing and the other thing that really struck me is that like you were doing the iphone 12 not the 12 pro it's as a 5g phone it's really quite affordable which yeah. is a weird thing to say about it is, an it iphone is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an 800 iphone or, or or uh 829 i mean it's not yeah, cheap but if you compare it against the the rest of the ones that are out there for what you get first of all the performance section is just a joke I right. mean, I, I, yes. the iPhone just runs <laughs> circles around the, the, the Snapdragon 865, which is what the, uh, the two top phones and, and the Pixel, it's, it's very unfair to the Pixel because Google didn't go for like super speed with this phone. The A14 is just, it's bonkers. Even when you step out of the, a benchmark result and you just look at like how fast the apps open, yeah. we have a bunch of apps going, how fast does it switch apps, scroll, all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff is just cruising just it just blink of an eye even on samsung's phones which have 12 gigs around the top 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 of the line processor there are times when i when when, when they exhibit a little bit of lag i mean it, it's for a second or or even like a, or a millisecond but it's there never do i experience that with the 12 never not even a little bit it's a testament to the to the way apple uh, optimizes these things it's it's a yeah. homegrown chip it's not using you know off-the-shelf parts it's just, you know, we can argue Android versus iOS all day long, but there's no argument to be made that Apple has the fastest 
smoothest phone out there. Well, the thing about the performance too is that it's not just better by you know a certain margin. <laughs> it's it's like a mile better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The benchmarks yeah, are very unfair to the iPhone. <laughs> I mean, to the other right. Ones. They're going to have a yeah. hard time. Next year's Android phones are going to have a hard time catching up to this year's right. iPhone. Right. Yeah, it's going to not just take a hard being a, having a hard time catching up. Is there even going to be a point where they ever catch up? I mean, probably not. I mean, listen, there everything is good enough at this point. Right. Like That's we true. don't need the speeds that these benchmarks say that we're getting. But even if you look at something like like graphics, which it was um, a PC mark has that excellent graphics um, benchmark now, that you know really lets you see frames per second and and how these things are working. And the iPhone just kills it. And you know that's something that you will notice when even if you're not like a hardcore gamer, that's where that lag comes into play with scrolling and animations and transitions and the things that, you know, you do every day on your phone that you don't even realize that that you just need to work. And if it if it stutters for a half a second, you feel that, like literally feel it with your finger. And I mean, the A14 just delivers just the the, the scores and the and the real world results that you know no one can touch. Yeah, Apple has an advantage there with. Because they have everything under one roof, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, um, Qualcomm just just launched its eight eighty eight processor, and you know it's funny. Samsung wasn't included in the press release. You know when they said these phones are going to be using it, and they and they they, they huh? released a bunch of common names. Samsung's not there, and there have been rumors all year long, persistent rumors that the new Exynos processor which has always kind of lagged behind even Qualcomm and certainly Apple, that for one, they partnered with AMD on the graphics side. And for yeah. two, they've really um, kind of enhanced and optimized the, the, the core chip, the, the core CPU part of the chip to bring the performance that, that, that people, particularly in, in the US, wants. If they do bring that, that homegrown Exynos processor, if they start using those over the, over the Qualcomm ones, we might see a huge leap in the, in the Samsung phones next year in the, in the high-end Galaxy phones. Yeah, and you typically don't see those Exynos chips on the U.S. versions of uh, yeah, never. chips. And it has to do with Qualcomm's licensing right. for, for their modems and stuff like that. So I, I don't know how they're going to get around that or what they're going to do. But yeah, it's, it's been in the past that people would dial back a few years. People would say, well, if you can, buy the international version of the Samsung phone. It works fine here import it or buy it online or something like that because you get this exynos processor that's so much better in in some areas that changed yeah and that changed a bit in the last few years where right. qualcomm stepped it up yeah and the 8888 looks like at least on paper i mean no one's touched it yet but the performance that they're and, and the graphics boost that they're claiming are are, are big but um the rumors of the the exynos it looks like it's going to be the 2100 i mean the numbers that people have said based on benchmarks that they've seen and, and leaks and stuff are as good, if not better, particularly on the graphic side. So that, that, that's exciting. Cause I want, you know, listen, as a phone person, as this is my, this is my beat. I don't want the iPhone to trounce everything. And had I used a pro in this, it would have won the camera category too, probably. Like I, I, I mean, you know, anyone who, who's a mobile aficionado and, and, and loves this stuff, you know, you want the other phones to be just as good. I'm not looking to write an article every year that says the iPhone is the best phone in the, in, in the world. It's, it's, it, that's, that's, that's no fun. Yeah, that should at least, they should at least have stiff enough competition to really keep pushing them forward. I mean, that's kind of one of the things that excites me about 
these uh, M1 based Macs is that you know it's giving it's getting so much buzz about these this processor these Macs it's really putting a spotlight on Intel and AMD over on the Windows side saying like boy they have to really step it up on a lot a perform a lot of on performance and power efficiency right on the, yeah. the intersection of those things need to get dramatically better and and everyone's kind of thinking not everyone but there's a number of people out there who have kind of ignored the mac for a while because they could afford to who are now taking a closer look at it going like hmm, yeah. maybe what's the next one what's the next great thing that they do yeah that's that's nothing but good for windows laptops and intel and amd and the guys who make chips for those things you know that they have yeah. to that they've got to the not compete with each other. They've, there's this third option that they've got to compete with that's really good. Yeah. So we hope to see that in phones. Yeah, competition you know, obviously makes everything stronger and better. And we've even seen it on the OS side. Like Google promises three years of Android updates. Samsung this year just promised the same thing. You know, as one person, as one manufacturer does something, all the, the others tend to follow. The Android iOS fight will go on until they stop making those OSs. The more Apple brings, the more Android will bring and vice versa because they, you know, they liberally, copy is the wrong word, but if you look at like things like the home screen in, in iOS 14, I mean, it's clearly uh, an answer to what Android does. I mean, the the customization, the, you know, it's probably 12 Widgets years overdue. And, Widgets yeah. instead of that, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's closer than ever. If you're an Android fan and you use Android for those reasons, the app drawer and, 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 the, and the widgets and things like that, you know, you got to at least look at iOS and say, hey, you know, they're, they're doing some, some interesting things. Yeah, it's hard to imagine that if Android didn't rely on app drawer type thing and didn't have widgets on its screen for all these years and instead just had, like iOS does, rows of apps and just all your apps are on your screen and put them in your folder, you, you wouldn't think that Apple would have added these features. Yeah, I mean, they, they clearly have a mind. They're mindful of the Android's, for lack of a better word, complete and utter dominance in the mobile space. Apple sells more iPhones right. than any other, than any, any other manufacturer, but Samsung right. sells way more phones and Android sells way, there's way more Android handsets out there, way more. Right, and, and that's probably always going to be true in yes. because a Apple will not play in the, the price bands that, where the volume is in globally. When like, you look yeah, at like global 100, sales. $100, $80 phones, yeah. There's just not going to be an iPhone that costs even $299. Yeah, and Samsung makes a, a ton of those. And a lot of them are, are you know, they're, they're quite good for what you're, for the price you're paying. You know, they, Samsung. Right. Samsung Here in the U.S., they're butter. free. Yeah, it is right. There's a lot of that with carrier uh, plans and stuff. And, you know, yeah. Samsung. You get a carrier plan and get a, get a Galaxy phone free. Get yeah, yeah. two. And it, it's a Galaxy A yeah. something something. It's not a. It's not the Galaxy S. It's the Galaxy right. A something, and it's it's a really pla plastic phone. It's really cheap, and it's you know, but it it totally works. That's actually, if you look at the the charts, the Galaxy S and the Galaxy Note, they're not the top selling phones. It's the Galaxy A twenty one, and the, you know, it's, it's those or the A seventy one five G or whatever. For the purposes of this story, I picked the best possible phone. That's yeah, not premium where Samsung makes makes its makes its money. Another thing that Mike looked at that I found interesting was the battery life of these phones. People who regularly listen to the podcast know how much we harp on Apple to put a bigger battery. Even though the battery life seems to work for us, we're, we always like to imagine how much battery life we could get if we had a bigger battery. But it seems like 
Apple's doing something to get more out of less. It's wild. I mean, I, I listed the, the capacities to start that section just to show every single Android phone has a 4,000 milliamp hour battery or higher in this list. And Apple's mm -hmm. is less than 3,000. And yet the iPhone 12 gets better battery life pound for pound than all of these phones. And it's just, it's just wild. Yeah. And it's, it's the sort of uh, hours per milli, milliamp hour of capacity is, is off the charts compared to, to everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it also just makes you say like, God, if they, could just put a 3,000, 3,500 <laughs> million they dollar could. battery in there. They just don't want you would just get You would just get like a two-day battery life. It'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, would be, it would be crazy. If they had a 4,500 million battery like the Note, it would last for like a week. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how Apple does, just doesn't find any value in that kind of data point, I, I mean, they, they like to hit these numbers and they figure out however they do it. However, they engineer these things. They say, yeah. all right, we want this phone to last 18 hours of video playback, whatever it is. And I mean, listen, I don't, I'm not privy to any, in any, into any of this information, but it seems as though right. this is what they're doing. They're, they're, they're hitting these internal benchmarks of this is what we want the phone, how, how long we want the phone to last, at least. And then they, they manufacture, they engineer it based on that, rather than saying, this is the battery we're, we're using this year, let's see how long it lasts. Whereas that's how the Android phones seem to operate. Each year they have a little bit more battery and they, they tout that, like it's a big deal. The battery specs are a big deal for these phones. Apple doesn't even tell us. They're just like, hey, listen, it's gonna last 17 hours. If Samsung did that, people would revolt. If Samsung didn't tell people what size battery was in the Note yeah. 20, everybody would freak. <laughs> Everyone who's buying one would think. Yeah, um, and that goes back to what comes with the commoditization of hardware. When you, yeah. when your processor and your your battery and things like that are, are and it's running Android, it's like you when you have competing brands you could go to to get a Qualcomm eight sixty five and a and an Android phone and stuff like that. Then you you start to play this specs game where Apple doesn't really have to do that. If you if you're if you want to an iPhone, there's the one iPhone, you get the iPhone. And they just, yeah. so they just go out there and tell you, what does it do for people? They don't want to, they don't care about the spec. They know, right. it's just like they never tell you what a clock, a clock speeds or anything. They just tell you, this is what it does for you. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's one of the things that creates that rift between Android users and iOS users because Android users crave that, you know, they're enthusiasts. They crave those numbers. They want the, that, that knowledge that they have, you know, 12 gigs of RAM and LDR, blah, blah, blah. Apple is just like, hey, this is it. You want this phone, buy it. If you don't, go buy something else. <laughs> and then another area where Apple seems to do more with less is with the display. Because we've also harped on Apple wishing that they would do a 120. The promotion thing. Uh, so that, that's, that's on the iPad. It's been on the iPad for, for a while. That gives 120 hertz refresh, which you know, in layman's terms, just means that this, the, the display refreshes quicker. So graphics mm -hmm. are videos and, and transitions, animations, uh, scrolling, things like this. They, they just look a little bit better. They, they feel sharper. When, when you're scrolling, things move quicker. And you can feel that on, on these other phones. The, the OnePlus has uh, 120 hertz. Uh, Samsung does too, the, um, the, the Note 20. And Google has a 90 hertz. And you, you, can, you can feel it because on those phones, you can go back and forth. So when you turn it off and you turn it back on, it's extremely noticeable. And it's, it's cool that they have it. There, there is a, a battery life hit. So when you keep it on all day long and you use it all day long, you're going to get less 
battery life. And you also have to lower the resolution on the, on the Note 20 from 1440p to, to 1080p, which I wrote an article a, a, a couple of weeks ago basically saying that we don't really need 1440p in smartphones at all. 1080p is fine. That's what, that's what Apple has always had, except for the, 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 uh, the SE has a 720. Listen, our eyes are only capable of seeing so much. 1080p is fine. So if you lower that Samsung resolution, you're getting 120 hertz, and it, you know it's noticeable. It is not noticeable that the iPhone doesn't have it. It's it's crazy, and I'm sure if it gets it next year, we'll see the difference. And like everything else, we we'll, we won't be able to go back. But right now, Apple optimizes and calibrates the display and optimizes the system and the chips so well. The display feels as fast as those 120 hertz phones. Now I picked the Note 20 in this section because, I mean, Samsung makes ridiculously good displays. They make just the displays for the iPhone. I mean, they're, they're top of the game when it comes to displays. But man, the iPhone display is so good. Now, especially certainly now that the 12 has OLED. I mean, I, I dinged it last year, the, the 11, because it was LCD and, you know, it was a good LCD, a very good LCD, but it's not OLED. You could, you, those, those blocks make a difference, the, the, the crispness, the, 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 the brightness, Things like, things like that mattered. And if you're comparing them this closely, you're gonna see the difference. Um, the iPhone 12 screen is damn good. <laughs> I mean, just really, really good. So one of the main features that people look for in their phones is the camera. And the iPhone did not come out on top in your comparison and with the cameras. But the thing is, all these cameras are really good to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I have a bunch of pictures in, in the article that, that show them all side by side. And I mean, it's basically preference at this point. They're all fantastic. I, I, I picked the Pixel uh, because Google's processing is, is fantastic. Neither of the neither the Pixel 5 nor the iPhone 11 has a, a, a zoom lens, a, a, an optical zoom lens, which is unfortunate. And I do hope that Maybe the iPhone 13 adds one because it's it's something that's that's missed. The the Note 20 has a really good one. The uh, the OnePlus has one. Um, you know, zooming, I I think is more important than ultra wide. That's again preference, and a lot of people might say I'm crazy, but I do wish the iPhone 12 had a had a zoom lens, and that's why I think that the Pro is selling based on rumors and and what people have written, selling better than Apple even expected because I think that zoom lens is, is pretty important. And, you know, with that extra $100 that they're charging now for the, for the 12 over last year, it's pretty close to the Pro. We're, we're, we're talking about if you up here at the storage, about $130 difference. So, and I think, I, th I think that's worth it. If you want that zoom lens, if you, if you take a lot of, a lot of pictures where, where, where you're zooming, even, even if it's just 2X, it, it makes a difference. You can see um, that was the, the starkest difference in the, in the comparison pictures that I took is just how much better Samsung it is. Because I, I went to 5X, which is, which is a lot for a smartphone. And Samsung was just much clearer, crisper all around. And that's one area where Apple can improve is with Zoom. Even on that Pro Max, they, they did a little bit better this year. But, and I think this will be an area of, of focus with the iPhone 13, using that optical zoom to its advantage, uh, 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 having this what they call hybrid zoom where you, you, you take the optical and you take the, the, uh, the digital zoom and you kind of use an algorithm to make them work together. Kind of like what they're doing with, with the low light, but for the, for the zoom stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I, the iPhone didn't win mainly, mainly for, that, for that reason. But again, it's a fantastic camera. 
Yeah, I mean, the one area where Apple's killing everybody is in video quality. Like, not necessarily the specs, you know, resolutions and frame rates and stuff, but just overall exposure, color accuracy, clarity, noise, all those things. Video on the iPhone is just miles ahead of everybody. Yeah, now they have that. Like, everybody's cameras. So if if you're, yeah, and that's kind of a spec. Like everybody else has some sort of high dynamic range. It's like HDR10 instead of Dolby Vision or something. And just even ignoring that and just looking at stability, sharpness, noise, exposure, dynamic range, just all that stuff is just so much better. Yeah. Like how many stops of exposure range you get and and how quickly it adjusts exposure and everything. So if you're if you're really into taking video and that, that matters more to you than the photo thing, which camera's best, maybe that wouldn't stack up as well. I think most yeah. people care about pictures more. Yeah, I, and that's 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 where where we focus our reviews and where I focus my testing here too. I mean, uh, Samsung has 8K video. That's also a spec that is ne- unnecessary, um, mm-hmm. at least for comparison purposes. But the, the the Note 20 takes takes very good video as well, and and the, the Android phones have gotten better. The, the the Pixel struggles a bit more with video than than the other phones do, mainly because its its hardware isn't quite as good. Like you say, pictures are probably the most important thing here. And when it comes to that, no matter really if you're spending eight or nine hundred dollars on a on a phone, you're getting an excellent camera. We're 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 nitpicking here, big time. Well, Mike did a super deep dive. He looks at the everything from the design to the display, performance, battery, even the OS security. If you want to get those details, you can go to our website. You can find the link. The headline is iPhone 12 versus Android's best. It's time to consider switching phones. So look for that story on Macworld.com. It, it, my, my, my headline was a little trolly. Honestly, if you're a casual, casual Android user and you, you buy those Galaxy S's every couple of years, it's, it's next time around, take a look at the iPhone 12. So take a look at Mike's story. There's a lot of good detail in there. That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 723. Thanks to Michael Simon, Jason Cross, and thank you, the audience, for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time.